BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Alrighty, welcome everybody to yet another episode of A Change in Attitude, where we take a look back at the Attitude Era of professional wrestling and decide whether or not uh, it was still as we imagined it with our rose-tinted glasses, or if in fact we need a change in attitude. Uh, I am, of course, the uh, the Texas Gentleman, Tanner Pruitt, hosting today's episode, and uh, along with me here... Uh, the Sadio Mane and Mo Salah to my Bobby Firmino. Uh, we've got uh, two of podcasting's finest. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the Lord, Mags. Mags, how are you doing today? Kablam. Kablam. Yeah, I'm doing really good. Yourself? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you for asking. I'm doing I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, unlike this episode of Raw... <laughs> <laughs> which we which we will talk about. Yeah. I don't think it was all that bad. There were some no. bright spots to it, but okay. we'll get there. Okay, well, yeah, we, we will have a, a good discussion about it, I think. Uh, and, and again, right, right alongside us here, uh, as well, the s- star of the show, friend of the stars, uh, Kevin Kelly's best friend. Star of the friends. Star of the friends. <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> uh ori the draw ori how are you today i'm okay i'm making it last night you know as of the time of this recording last night was full gear it was a bit of a rough night yes not because of the show show was wonderful um but sleep was very difficult last night so i'm i'm living off of coffee and a prayer at this point mags you you disagree with the assertion that uh, full gear was a uh, was a good show i saw i saw the face you made i saw i saw a little um, bit of a it, it was a it was a good show i i uh, i've scanned through it i haven't watched it uh in in totality but i scanned through it and i enjoyed parts there were some stuff that maybe doesn't resonate with me but yeah hmm. it's uh i don't think it was the all singing all dancing aw magnum opus that mm. it's been made out to be on mm. wrestling twitter but i still enjoyed I it i mean that's fair enough and and oh. and, per, and perhaps you can rewatch it with a change in eyewear prescription ah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> well, maybe we'll have you do that on, a, on another podcast sometime. I, I feel personally attacked <laughs> Okay. Well, well I, I, after I, all the attacks prior to actually recording this, okay. oh, none of that happened. There yeah, is you, no evidence of, of that ever happening. Keep an eye out for uh, the Christmas special. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you'll you'll have to wait and listen to the the Christmas compilation that we have of all the outtakes of a change in attitude. 
because uh, I mean, ninety percent of that is is unfit for for air. It's <laughs> probably it's potentially libelous <laughs> and definitely criminal in some parts. And that's just you. <laughs> Look at this. This team sell me down the river as soon as possible. Jesus. Just a. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'd be open to it, but I would need full legal protection. Um, I plead the fifth. (laughs) I'm just a character. Like Alex Jones, I'm just a character on this show. That's all. It sounds a lot like me, but I don't think that's me. I don't don't remember any of that. I only agree to it being that if you you digitize my voice. Right. Like as as Yoda or something, something similar. I don't know. By God, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, Monday Night Raw. From, uh, oh yeah, that's what we're here oh, yeah. for. Uh, no, from November eleventh, nineteen ninety six, here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, the uh, the War Memorial uh, Coliseum. War, which 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 war? Which war? Fort Wayne. Which war are we talking about here? The, war the Great is it, is War it, of Indiana Pendants. Is it? Uh, <laughs> what the? <laughs> and, and why would you need a memorial coliseum for war? That's no, welcome you, to America. You, you yeah. gotta. You gotta um, yeah. ask yeah. a dumb question. <laughs> I mean, as uh, as as uh, you know, Matt put on Twitter. Uh, at least we forget. You know, that's why you wear the 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 poppy. I, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, something like that. Lest, um, lest, yeah, we lest, we lest we forget. Least we forget. <laughs> I think that's a that's a different implication there. <laughs> Love it, love it. <laughs> At least we forget. Oh goodness! Uh, yes, Monday Night Raw, November eleventh, nineteen ninety-six. Our hosts are uh, Vince McMahon and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Um, uh, Ori, what episode would this happen to be if you are watching this on Peacock? Season four, episode forty-four. Ah. And, and what if you watch it on BR Live? Don't just don't. You, you, you save yourself the trouble. You write into chat support. You uh, make a TikTok about it. That's what you yeah. do, and you gripe. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the show opens here with a uh, uh, what should normally, in most cases, be an off the charts tag team match up here, as uh, WWF tag team champions Owen Hart and Davies Boy Smith uh, take on uh, Psycho Sid and Shawn Michaels. Uh, now, of course, uh, Psycho Sid and Sean, they have not seen eye to eye very much recently, and they are uh, on a, uh, you know, a big collision course, I guess you would say, uh, towards Survivor Series, as Psycho Sid will challenge Sean Michaels. And, uh, yeah, things get interesting. Um, <laughs> Mags, uh, this, this match here, again, you have four really good contenders. I guess, uh, what, what were your thoughts heading into said match? Yeah, this this is the typical kind of uh, running to a pay-per-view where can the two combatants who are going to face off in the main event, can they be on the same page and take on uh, an actual tag team? Uh, and we get like a little build-up as well of, of what's happened over the past month or so where they've teamed up and mistakes have happened and they've uh, accidentally attacked each other or or there've uh, been a confusion to kind of build up that that uh, mistrust between the two. Um, 
this could have easily led into a match where we got um, multiple shenanigans, mm-hmm. but I actually think it led into a really good match. Um, we had uh, Shawn Michaels playing the, the I don't want to say babyface, because in this kind of feud with, with Sid, he's clearly not the babyface. Sid is the most over person on Raw right now. I mean, this guy can do absolutely no wrong. Uh, the crowd absolutely love him. Um, mm. So it's kind of like, almost tweener versus babyface, but he plays the tweener in peril a hell of a lot. Um, the the action from Owen and, and, and Bulldog is, is so good. They are so well-tuned as a team. Um, yeah, I loved it. I love this match. I thought it was a, uh, a really well-done match and it leads to a perfect kind of finish to, to put a finality on that suspension leading to, into the pay-per-view uh, really kind of a, mm-hmm. uh, wind the two combatants up so they they actually detest each other yeah let's talk about the finish real quick here and i'll i'll swing it over to ori <clears throat> so we're looking at uh basically psycho sid fires up he's in the ring you know after sean uh is a, is in a perilous way it seems and um uh, basically, Psycho Sid sets up a uh, you know the the power bomb right the jackknife power bomb basically on uh, on on Bulldog who reverses it ducks out of the way and Sean hits Sid by accident with the sweet chin music knocking him out cold and um, yeah yeah that's uh, it, Sean looks upset um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh owen is pull owen pulls sean out of the ring and then sid um yeah it's sid Sid gets pinned for the for the one two three by bulldog uh yeah just a a a calamity of events there for for team sean and sid um how will this spice things up headed into survivor series i mean it's really you know if you've been a wrestling fan for anywhere from three to five years. It's kind of one of those tale as old as, as time, you know, friends mm. to enemies. You've got the beauty and the beast pretty much. Um, I, I don't know which Trump. is which at this point, but you know, the, there's the constant, Oh, he shouldn't be in this match. I should be in this match. So because we're getting put up against the two of them, you know, the champion and the challenger, we're going to create friction where there is none or where there doesn't have to be, you know, they could go and have an honorable contest, but where's the fun in that? You know, we should be challenging for this or Vader should be challenging for this. So we're going to create opportunities to create shenanigans, to create dubious doubt and cause friction between these two people. I mean, Mm. I, I can't, I don't know how many times I've seen that in wrestling over the last 20 some odd years give or take. So it's not really even as old as this show is. It's, it's not a new concept. It's not surprising to me. Um, the match overall was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think Sean and Sid did a good job throughout the show, continuing to build that animosity where there was none between the two of them. And then Sean pulling stuff out of, Presumably, to my you know viewing 
perspective, thin air. We've never gotten all completely along well, and mm. we've never completely seen eye to eye. And, mm. you know, for somebody who doesn't have that history with Sean and Sid, you know, didn't watch that far back, it creates that, oh, so apparently they didn't get along. So it did what it needed to do to build interest for the match, create that tension between the two of them for it to potentially be a really good, brutal match. Mm. And so... I'm sorry. I've just been given like three Dr. Peppers for absolutely no reason. Um, just needed one. Wow. So, um, but yeah, it, it was a good match overall. It did what it needed to do. It allowed Davy Boy and Owen to create that additional animosity and to get us to Madison Square Garden for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So, I, I can't say I'm not excited about the prospect of the match but i'm not you're not yeah let's do it i want to watch it right now let's go ahead and skip ahead right now (laughs) i can wait till next week i'm good fair enough (laughs) to counter that i'm actually really excited for this match i mean obviously uh, i lived this in real time when i was uh uh watching it as as a, a massive wrestling fan but yeah, I'm so into this Sid character. I think uh, just how popular he is. They're using him to great effect, uh, keeping him uh, in shorter matches, uh, really dominating. Uh, and he's, this may be the best promo work he, he ever does in his career. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not the best on the map, but he's got, he essentially does have the crowd in the palm of his hand. I, I'm really enjoying it. Hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't dispute that. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying Sid. I'm enjoying seeing people that I'm not as familiar with seeing as I started, you know, watching Mm -hmm. in 2000, like everybody knows who Shawn Michaels is. Even if you have some completely external connection to wrestling, everybody knows, Oh, Shawn Michaels, that's HBK. That's the heartbreak kid. I'm just a sexy boy. You know, everybody knows Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels, (laughs) but Sid is not somebody I'm as familiar with. So I'm, I'm excited to see it from that factor. I'm excited about Sid. I think Sid is a great character. I think he is doing really good work. Um, but I don't, I, I'm not to the point where I feel like I need to go and watch this and see how it turns out right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, I understand that. Hmm. Interesting. These are all very interesting points here as we head into uh, into Survivor Series, giving giving us some some things to think about. Um, we are taken away backstage to uh, uh, Ori's best friend, Kevin Kelly, uh, who <laughs> promises us uh, that uh, we will get uh, some answers here uh, from both Sid and Sean um, as to what happened with all the calamity in the ring. Yeah, he's, he's essentially put Sid in time out for a few minutes because he needs to just calm down. Well, calm down, read his lines, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Memorize his lines. Memorize his lines. I'm half the man that you are, and I've got half the brains that you do. <laughs> I'm I'm the ruler of 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 the planet. line. <laughs> I'm the ruler of checks notes, the world. The world. <laughs> Oh, with more emphasis. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we uh, we are then whisked away to Doc Hendricks, who um, he's really fired up about this Survivor Series uh, show here. You know, he's, he's so. more excited for it than than Ori is. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> honestly. 
Uh, we we are told about the uh, the main event, obviously Shawn Michaels versus Psycho Sid for the WWF Championship. Um, alongside that, uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, very much a marquee matchup here. That one mm-hmm. actually has gotten plugged more during this show than I think the uh, the Psycho Sid Shawn Michaels over the last event. month or so. I think I think mm-hmm. that you could say that the, this was the main event over the title match. It's it's yes, it's definitely starting to overshadow the the title. I think that that really shows the value that they were putting into uh, uh, not only Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and, and Bret Hart, but just kind of like, hey, we need to kind of bring up a, a new generation, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that new generation here in just a moment. Um, we, we've got Paul Bear in, in a in a cage, a, a shark cage, I would presume. Um, though though Paul Bearer is. He's not a shark. I just want to, I just want to clarify that that Paul Bear is not a he's not a shark. Um, moving on, Paul Bear is in a cage suspended <laughs> above the ring um, against uh, the Undertaker and Mankind. Um, so that's going to be something. There you go. We're, they, we're getting that match again. They uh, wheeled out the same puppet as well that uh, that hung. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry, Chad. <laughs> hold, hold on. We, we we will talk about the the <laughs> item that was suspended in the mankind match in just a moment. We like, is- that wasn't it. I didn't drop the the Paul Bear effigy off oh. the corner of my desk. Well, that's good. That's good. No, like it, that that won't be me. It won't be me. No, no, no. <laughs> Okay, Paul. Uh, we get uh, we get some stars of the new generation here in a Survivor Series elimination match. Um, uh, one of which we will get a little bit of an interview uh, with Ooh. here later in the show. Um, on one side, we've got uh, the Stalker, uh, Mark Marrow, Rocky Maivia making his uh, WWF debut, and uh, Olympian Mark Henry. Uh, and on the other side, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Crush, Goldust, and uh, Cherry the King Waller. <laughs> all the young, hungry wrestlers in that match. All, all Yikes. those young dudes. Um, <laughs> uh, another Survivor Series elimination match here: Savio Vega, Yokozuna, Flash Funk, and a mystery partner. Hmm. Hmm. Mystery partner. Mm. Who uh, could that be? Uh, they'll be facing Farouk, Vader. Uh, qu- quote unquote Razor Ramon and quote unquote Diesel. <laughs> there you go. That's um, that's the match. Um, uh, lots of lots of big dudes on that side of the ring, though. Let's uh, let's see let's see how that works out. Um, <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, another Survivor Series matchup here, elimination match. Doug Furness off to a great start already. Uh, Phil Lafon. And the Godwins will be taking on Owen Hart, Davy Boy Smith, and the New Rockers. There you go. All the stars out for Survivor Series. Indeed, and all, all of them, uh, close and distant. Um, <laughs> here, as we uh, we had in the Survivor Series. No, no, no offense, Doug Doug Furness. I'm sure you're a hell of a guy. Yeah, um, I, I would gladly meet you sometime if if you if you'd like to meet me. Why you would want to do that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's that's the Survivor Series rundown here. Uh, thoughts on the card? 
I mean, what, what, what you may you struggle. Think? You may struggle meeting Doug Furness because he's he's currently dead. Oh, oh well. Uh, <laughs> well done, Tanner. Well uh, done. That's, well a, that's, a, that's, done. A, that's another dream that I can scratch off. There. That's off the bucket list. That's off, that's off the bucket list. There. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. Th- this is a three match card, essentially. Yeah. We've got the main event of, of Stone Cold and Brett. We've got the core main event of the title match. And then uh, the rematch of Undertaker and Mankind. The Survivor Series matches couldn't give the slightest toss about. Mm. I mean, really, the the most impressive thing of the Survivor Series match is the debut of Rocky Maivia. Yeah, yeah. And you who know? ends up being the, the mystery partner. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Hmm. Doug Furness. Oh wait, he's on. Well, the he's, 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 he's <laughs> Doug Furness is is doing pulling double duty. <laughs> I mean, would you really kind of make a big deal of a, like, a mystery partner and it end up being Doug Furness? That's a turn in the punch bowl. Be like, I mean, look, we are talking about WWE here. Be like, yeah, look yeah. at that man. He's doing double duty. What a what a team player here, Doug Furness. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, any any guesses perhaps as to the, the mystery uh, mystery partner? In the... I, mean, I, I don't need to guess because I, I know I know who it, who it was. Mm-hmm. Ori can guess. I don't Ori, know. Do you I would guess? think it would be Ahmed Johnson. Hmm. You, you would think wrong. I would. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because I mean, it just seemed like the 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 obvious. Selection because it, it is actually Doug Fern. Yeah. <laughs> oh Expect the unexpected. Huh. <sighs> hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, over to Kevin Kelly. Uh, he uh, he says that uh, Psycho Sid has a ton on his mind, and uh, he, he wants to he wants to <laughs> talk about it, it later. I, does, <laughs> Psycho Sid does the, not the, the, come across to me as someone who has a ton on his uh, mind. The, the, he doesn't the, have the, deep, meaningful thoughts, does he? The the ton on his mind is the. Uh, that the the five sentences worth uh, <laughs> yeah. worth reading later on. Um, there you go. Uh, Psycho Sid's bad at promos. That's the joke, folks. Uh, <laughs> it is a joke. <laughs> that's, the, that's the joke. Uh, up next, mankind with um, the executioner, uh, who, who looks like he'd been chomping on some magic mushrooms prior to the match, uh, and uh, Paul Bearer. We'll be taking on good old Freddie Joe Floyd. He's there, folks. The the fighting champion, Freddie Joe Floyd. Uh, he's Paul Tracy Smothers. <laughs> he he actually mounts a pretty good challenge up against uh, mankind here for the most part. Uh, besides the whole getting his ass kicked by mankind, you know, side of things. Um, I, I, I like the, the, he he did a, a kind of reverse calf kick to the back of mankind's head. I thought that was really really good. But yeah, yeah this was a uh, enough. This was to build for uh, the the shark cage being lowered down again. That's yeah. all it was. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, as Mag said, uh, after the match, after mankind puts the uh, the mandible claw in on uh, on uh, the old Tracy Smothers here, um, <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he he's uh, he's alerted by the gong of the Undertaker. And uh, the executioner's eyes 
glaze over and just uh, emptiness. And, Here we go again. And, and yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> just all... then I did. He looked like he was pretty empty the whole time. He's yeah. just like and that so... party city costume that yeah. his hood wouldn't even on, even on straight. Like mm. I can't even. Lord Jesus. He, he was just like uh, nobody's know. home. Like, Nobody. The lights are on. It was a it, it was home. a payday for poor Terry Gordon. That's all this was. He yes. did not give a shit. He's like those I mean, those weasels over there can really play the banjo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've oh god. Okay. He, he looked like he was tripping balls. That's what he looked My like. My god, there's a goddamn dinosaur in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the executioner, he's he's all sorts of uh, glazed, uh, like like donuts, and um, the Undertaker's like the gong of the Undertaker's uh, music hits, and everybody's like, Ooh? and they look over, and, and the lights kind of go out, and we we hear the the you know the dirge, right? Um, it's all, all sorts of Undertakery and spooky and whatnot, and um, we hear the Undertaker talking. Over the music, you can kind of you can barely make out what he's saying. Yeah. Um. But uh, he he is directing most of the the discussion to to uh, Paul Bearer, um, who uh, is in the ring. He's very upset. He he looks he looks very worried about the whole experience. And he, then he a, hides um, his eyes for for a big part of it. Like yes. if I can't see it, it's not it's, really it's, there. It's, it's not there. And 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 the thing that which he is talking about is of course. Um, this this shark cage being lowered with what seemed to be an overstuffed scarecrow hanging upside down by its feet uh, mm-hmm. in, in in said shark cage with a nice little mustache drawn on it and uh, <laughs> and, and, and a wig very white very very white face <laughs> very white face uh, full suit you know uh, that's and, cool and. You, you say it all the stuff, but if you compare it to the actual Paul Berry, it was, it was very, very, very slimmed, slimmed yeah. down. L- Paul like Berry had the slim fast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my God. But Paul was not happy. And he was, and I'll go back to my impression. No, no, it won't be me. No, no. And then Mankan tries to. Shoulder barges way into the cage for a couple of times. It looks like that mm. actually looked like it really hurt him as well. Yeah, I mean you're, that's like steel, like that's, mm-hmm. that's metal. I don't know, um, Ori. Yes, w- w- this is our second go around here uh, in a consecutive pay per view that we have mankind and the Undertaker squaring off. Mm-hmm. When will this ever end? Never. It's never not soon. I I don't want to say not soon enough because I am still (laughs) slightly invested in it, to be Mm. perfectly honest with you, to see Paul Bearer, someone who has been by Undertaker's side for so long to pull the betrayal that he has and take her to get the run back and the revenge. Like, Mm. I'm I'm still I don't know that I'm 100 percent invested in it, but I'm interested. I Mm. want to see how it plays out. You know, I'm glad that we've dropped the whole, you know, Marlena gold dust on the side with it, mm-hmm. you know, and seem to have cleared that channel to where it's the, the whole. It's one of those things where 
the while the match is between Taker and Mankind, the reality of the situation is this is Taker versus Paul Bear. Mm. It, it, mm-hmm. It's it's not mankind is a pawn essentially, mm. but it's working really well, and so uh, I'm interested to see where it goes from here. You know, I'm interested to see what this match is going to look like. I mean, you're if I'm understanding the parameters of the match correctly, you're hoisting a very large man in a shark cage over a ring. Yes. That, that that is quite literally what you're. And the last time I saw something like that, I want to <laughs> say, was it Enzo and Big Cass, or they were involved in something that, like that? It seems like one of the more recent occasions. Like yes. it's not something that you see very often, probably for a good reason, because I I don't remember that match very fondly. If I'm yeah, being I, completely I honest, the, the only shark head match that I think um, it seems to be decent was the one where China was was in the the shark cage. Mm. I think it was Triple H. I want to say against Stone Cold, and and China was 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 in the shark cage, and that, that was a fun match. She mm. bent the bars and escaped. Nice. Yes. <laughs> And and that would make sense. I mean, mm-hmm. what's Paul Bear gonna do in a shark cage? Beat it with the urn until it hopefully Sh- pops open. Shit his pants. He's gonna. <laughs> That's he's gonna oh, let's poop, not go there. Poo everywhere. Yeah. Um, All up in his Doctor Pepper. Mags, I swear to God, don't. <laughs> Do it. Don't test me. <laughs> Don't test me. God damn it. I'm not kidding you. I will fly my ass to Burnley and <laughs> beat your ass. But to, to round this segment off, there was a little bit of um uh a fun from Vince McMahon. He, uh he said as Mankam was was walking back to the locker room and ripping his hair out that he is not destined for the WF Hall of Fame, kind of trying to segue in uh, a link to the Hall of Fame. Mick Foley went into the Hall of Fame in 2013, so Vince, you were wrong. He is very much destined for the Hall of Fame. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, goodness. Um, after this segment here that we had with uh, Mankind and uh, and The Undertaker and uh, old Tracy... Tracy Smothers, um, we get uh, we do get the the Hall of Fame 1996 video package there. Um, you know, Killer Kowalski, Valiant Brothers, you know, the, the stars of of yesteryear. And you can see why this would be the last Hall of Fame for almost a decade. <laughs> they, they needed to build up some more Hall of Fame level talent before they run another one. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been Bob Holly going in the in the nineteen ninety seven Hall of Fame. Indeed. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Um, we're we're then taken um, away to uh, to Kevin Kelly who is uh, actually talking extemporaneously about the debut of Rocky Maivia. That was and a very we, big word you used there, Tanner. I'm very proud. Extemporaneously? Yeah. yeah. I used to do extemporaneous speaking uh, competitively in high school. 
Wow. Yeah, I had to get up in I front of people. English good. Yeah, <laughs> I had to get up and do 10-minute speeches on the current state of relations between the U.S. and Cuba. Uh, so, so essentially filibustering. Kind of, but like purposeful filibustering. Like, like I had to, I had to fit it all in in a time and like a time limit. Okay. Yeah, and Ooh, then I only had like thirty minutes to research the issue that was chosen, and then like r- make a speech. About it. <laughs> Jesus, wet. so basically what you're yeah. doing now, you have an hour to prepare, and then you just we just blather on about this. That's why I'm so damn good at this show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, no, I'm, I'm a terrible host. Um, <laughs> oh, whatever, stop it. Um, Rocky Maivia, though we 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 end up seeing a lot of Rocky Maivia and uh, Kevin Kelly over the years, um, but this is an interesting, you know. Interesting little uh, get together here. Uh, brand new babyface Rocky Maivia, your best friend Ori Kevin Kelly. Uh, t- tell me what you thought of this segment here. It was really good. It was a nice introduction to him, what his family connections are to the WWF, the history of wrestling. You mm. know the the fact that he wants to build on his own name and not just his father and his grandfather. We see uh, him making a speech, inducting his father into, I believe, the Cauliflower Club. Mm. Cauliflower Alley, yeah. Cauliflower Mm. Alley, yeah. And you get to see that shot of his dad and his mom. And, you know, it's just really nice. He kind of gives you the the Samoan boy next door type vibes, which is great, you know. But (laughs) I, I say it like that because typically when we see Samoans, in the WWF at this point, mm-hmm. they're wild, they're crazy, there's hair everywhere, or they're completely mm. covered up and training under the Iron Sheik as a sultan and they're Middle Eastern. They're they're not really completely booked as good guy baby faces at this point. Yeah. They're they're mm-hmm. bad guys and primitives and savages. And it was kind of refreshing to see, you know a different look at a Samoan person, the, Mm -hmm. the way that they were presenting Rocky in in this Mm -hmm. way. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of, why are you laughing at me talking about the Sultan? I mean, is it because we know who it is? (laughs) Yeah. It's just talking about a Samoan uh, dressed as a Middle Eastern trend under the Iranian iron sheet. Just, it just (laughs) tickles me. I mean, it's accurate, because at that point in time, we, we live in, I feel like we live in a very privileged generation now that <laughs> we have so much access to the world in the way that we do with social media, yeah. with, you know, the Internet and everything. Yeah. Most Americans couldn't tell you the difference between a Samoan and a Middle Eastern person back then. Oh, they've both got dark skin. Hmm. You know, general middle America couldn't tell you, like, if you put a brown person in front of them, where are they from? Uh, I don't know. You could put an Asian in front of them and it would, they'd be like, well, where are they from? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. In 1996, that was I the mean, truth. And that that may be a, a big reason to why uh, Rocky, uh, Rocky Maria, the character, was, was roundly hated by the fan base. Be- because they they didn't know where he was from. No, because of that inherent oh. like casual racism. Oh, yeah, 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 possibly. yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Well, because in and if you take again, if you look back at the history of how Samoans had been presented, 
on wrestling programs. They weren't barefooted, eating meat off straight off the bone, wild hair. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, mm. they're, they're not billed typically as a as a baby face type character. They're savages mm. from a savage land and where they mm. don't dress in clothes and shoes and you know run around with spears. You know, it, it, it is it literally is the casual racism or mm. the overt racism because it's something different that we didn't understand at that point. And the Samoan and Maori cultures are beautiful, and I'm probably completely butchering the 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 way I'm saying the names of their cultures. And I apologize for that, but I I like that they're building him as a person, as a good person, you know, Mm -hmm. because his father was for the most part, if I remember correctly, more of a baby face character. There were, I mean, everybody's got their points where they're heel or face, but last I remember Rocky Johnson was for the most part of more of a face type character. And so he was the good guy and, and whatnot. So to to try to bridge those two gaps to have a BIPOC person, bicultural person, both in the African-American sense and the Samoan sense, to be presented as this just good old boy next door, I think is really nice. It's really refreshing. I think it's helping make that turn in the WWF for a different perspective, a change in attitude, you might even say. And so I, I liked it. I liked the whole, the whole promo package. I thought it was really mm-hmm. great. And you get to see him working on some moves, things that we would see from Rocky regularly. Uh, mm-hmm. Once he was more indoctrinated into the world of WWE. And so I thought it was a great, great package overall. Great interview. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was nice. It was it was nice to see for sure. Uh, Mags, any, any final thoughts here on this this debuting Rocky Maivia? Yeah, I think uh, Ori's nailed it pretty much uh, on the button there. Uh, one thing I did enjoy was uh, seeing the the kind of genesis of of the the person we know today who, who can get a mark and and hold everybody's attention. Whilst this uh, this interview with and this kind of chat with uh, Kevin Kelly wasn't perfect, he repeated a lot of the the same things over and over again. You can see that kind of that charisma that draw that he, he has that you were you were invested in everything he had to say and that's that that leads to perfectly into the the character he will become the rock where uh whenever he was on the mac he was the center of attention um i think it's it's fun going back and seeing the the kind of start of what would be one of the the most well-known uh uh, wrestling characters in in the whole of the the history of the business, and now probably one of the most famous people in entertainment period, and certainly the most high paid one. So yeah, it's cool to see how he started in the business, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, knowing where he goes to, and and what kind of hearts he reaches. Mm-hmm. No, I think this is a this is a very good uh, examination of 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 Rocky Maivia. Here as he heads into his debut match at Survivor Series, looked like uh, they were they were hyping up his uh, his like shoulder breaker, um, you know, finisher at the end. Or he like he like shoulder he did a shoulder breaker on that 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 poor trainer, and then he, they, even then he did a better shoulder breaker than Nia Jax. Wow! Yeah, there, wow. there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, after we come back from the break, we've uh, we finally got Psycho Sid. You know, um, after Kevin Kelly tried to interview him before the break, um, he's finally calmed down. Psycho Sid. And he's uh, Sid is is tired of all the uh, the misunderstandings, and he's he's you know he's saying that Survivor Series uh, at Survivor Series he will end the reign of Shawn Michaels because he is the master and the ruler of the world, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, an intense promo by Sid here as we're leading into Survivor Series. Yep, absolutely. He's he's not good on the Mac. But he is intensive. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, let's see here. Uh, we also are given a uh, little promo here with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's preparing for uh, you know, his match with, uh, with Bob Holly. There you go. Uh, <laughs> he says he hopes that Bret Hart is watching so he can be prepared for Survivor Series, which uh, Bret Hart ends up doing he ends up watching this match <laughs> and watching from a correct angle bret hart is ever the professional he knows how to to watch tv like a proper a proper television yes <laughs> yeah exactly um, like actually facing it um <laughs> he says it's going to be the most important match of his life um and then when he's through with bob holly austin plans on finding bret hart um and and showing him uh you know kind of a, a little bit of a piece of austin's mind here if you will <laughs> And I, I really like the black and white promo that we get from Austin in that dusty uh, kind of warehouse. We saw like a, an iteration of it last week and they've changed it up a, a little bit. But I like the way they're kind of interspersing Austin over the things that he said, kind of like reiterating the, uh, the, the, the things that he talked about, calling uh, Brett pathetic, saying uh, that um, he's going to whoop his ass, stuff like that. Just, they do these promos so well. And then the end splash screen is the most basic hmm. white on black text. I mean, I, as someone who is horrific at graphics, could have done a better graphic than that. Uh, but the, the the promo video is certainly really top draw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ori, thoughts on the build to this, uh, the, the final build to this Austin Bret Hart? Uh, kind of a, it's, it's obviously not a blow-off match. We get that in a very big way later on down the road. Uh, but but thoughts on this uh, this upcoming encounter between two greats? I mean, it's been a long time building. Um, and I feel like that they kind of had to focus on this, on what's going on between Stone Cold and Brett, specifically this episode based off of what happened the week before. Mm. You know, we had the Pillman home invasion. Mm. That went over probably, you know, we've talked about that at nauseum. But to try and distract from that, you know, like we said, it's never mentioned again, which is very smart because of the controversy that ended up surrounding it. Yeah, so Vince apologized at the top of the show or somewhere near the top of the show about that. Mm-hmm. And then that was never brought back up again after the fact. Right. Yes. And so to try and transition away from that as best as possible, I think it was very smart to put the majority of the focus on this show on Stone Cold and Brett and their mm-hmm. upcoming match at Survivor Series. Because if you just did a quick little one-off with the two of them, have, you know, uh, Stone Cold go up against Bob Holly, 
it would look too much like you're trying to sweep it under the rug. And I think it would be completely forgotten because at the, at the end of the day, the match in and of itself, the issues that are going on here aren't really between Stone Cold and Pillman. No. It's between Stone Cold and Brett. And they really needed to push that securely to the forefront. And so I think they did a really good job about that. This is kind of the match that I'm most excited to see, if I'm perfectly honest. You know, mm. if, if I was going to go watch it right now, I would fast forward and just watch this match. Yeah, that's okay. a great point. And, and I, I, I think um, Pillman was always kind of like the 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 catalyst to Brett being involved without him being at the show or uh, because I, I I think there were still kind of issues whether Brett was actually going to come back. Uh, there were still kind of uh, arguments uh, backstage between him and, and Vince uh, uh, to the kind of like the, the state of his contract. Um, mm. So uh, Pillman was always kind of like the, the middle man. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It's good that they've got that out of the way. Uh, the, the 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 gun spot was always controversial, uh, and I think that it kind of maybe up uh, overstepped some boundaries in 1996. Uh, but it it did lead well into to Austin um, and and his storyline with Brett. So it did what it needed to do. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc 
Well, and obviously this is what most people, this, this is again around the time where most people consider, you know, the, the journey to uh, the Montreal screw job to kind of really start, right? Like, the, like this is <laughs> right after contract negotiations were finalized with Vince and Brett, Brett, you know, agreeing to be this long-term ambassador for WWE with this huge contract and that, uh, I mean, we, we'll go on with the story as, as as we progress through a change in attitude, of course. But you know, it turns out that Vince didn't really have the cash at the time, or he didn't feel comfortable with with paying Brett uh, on that agreement that they uh, came no, up what, with. What, was it a twenty year deal? It's a twenty year contract. Yes. Yeah, Brett would have been, eventually be phased out as a legend, uh, a living legend, and and an ambassador for WWE mm-hmm. um, after his. Uh, contract runs out and he was given these this creative control and you know all this all this good stuff that uh... <laughs> i mean in in hindsight you you could yeah. you you could have wished for brett to to finish that contract and be that kind of a backstage influence uh, i'm sure it would have led to maybe better looking wrestling for sure because mm-hmm. technically he's one of the the best wrestlers but yeah, it, it it's it's one of those. Uh, it's easy to look back uh, knowing what happened, uh, mm-hmm. but at the time, WWF were were in the mud. Uh, mm-hmm. WCW were yeah. absolutely kicking their ass, uh, and Brett was his contract was worth a hell of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I, I fully agree with Vince saying it was due to budget cuts and they couldn't uh, afford it, yeah, maybe not. But it was a case of he could get four, five, six, seven other wrestlers for the money he was paying Bret Hart. And those were becoming bigger stars than Bret, who was kind of stuck in the mid-90s, didn't really want to kind of like move forward with the times, didn't mm-hmm. agree with the way WWF was was uh, kind of going into reality and using more kind of uh, um, sexual innuendos and, and real storylines in, in, in wrestling. He wanted it to be more like the, the cartoon character world that he knew of wrestling. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the, him and the company kind of like separated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've still got a full year of Brett yet. We've still got plenty of Austin and Brett uh, to come down the pack. So mm-hmm. um, sit and back, thing, strap like, in and enjoy it. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If, if Brett's contract alone is worth, we'll say seven wrestlers, you know, paying seven wrestlers. If you look at the, just the shows that we've covered, we're what, 25, 30 shows in now, give or take. Look at who they have on the card. Look at the people that they keep recycling over and over. The reality was that they did need to make and build some new stars. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. I love Bret Hart just as much as the next person. But you can only live off that infamy for so long. You've got to bring up some new people. And it's funny because, you know, Vince was saying then, Oh, it's budget cuts because that sounds familiar. Yes, it's, over it's the a, last eighteen months, two years. It's a well-used WWE trope, right? But there's the thing is, is that don't get me wrong. There are stars that they have now, like Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, who are absolutely great. But when you keep force feeding us the same shit over and over and you don't try to inject it with anything new or you don't give what you're attempting to inject a really good shot 
then it's going to get repetitive and people are going to turn your shit off. Mm-hmm. And we have seen basically the same 20 wrestlers week in and week out for the last 25 weeks. The yeah. only person who has come in that has been quote unquote new has been mankind and the stalker. And one of them sucks. How dare you speak of McFoley? Like <laughs> no, I love and the, and the other is Barry Windham. Right. <laughs> no, but you, you, you're right, and it 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 kind of further adds into the fact that um, Vince always needs uh, an, a viable number two competition to push him. Yeah, and I think with WCW. Uh, essentially taking his viewers really putting him under the cosh that's where we got the best work that vince has ever done the the stuff with austin the attitude era the rock triple h uh then getting uh, uh jericho eddie guerrero um all these big big stars was because vince had his back to the wall and he was under pressure when he beat that competition it started to slowly fade back into dialing it in every single week to the point where Raw uh, and SmackDown have have been for long periods unwatchable. Uh, Right. It's essentially the same thing over and over again. So hopefully if AEW uh, are able to kind of repeat what WCW did in terms of uh, a viable uh, alternative, then maybe we will get WWE... um, up in the ante in terms of wrestling, I don't think we are because I think they're in a totally different place than they were when WCW was around. They are just such a big conglomerate of, of media that AW doesn't feature on their radar. They don't compete with wrestling companies. They compete with Disney. They compete with Marvel. They compete with uh, all these other kind of entertainment uh, beer moths and, and wrestling is, is just the world that they're in. Yeah. Mm. And and this is the thing that I wonder is that even if even if we get to a point where AEW steps into that WCW slot when it comes to wrestling entertainment, because it is still while their focus is more heavily on wrestling, they are still sports entertainment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were to get into that position where number wise whether you go by the overall numbers or the demo whatever it is they're beating wwe on a consistent basis it, do it's we all about the fast nationals now or the demos is old news listen every time somebody brings it up there's a different answer so <laughs> yeah. that's why i just included all of it you know whatever whatever number you're looking at if they're beating wwe on a consistent basis does vince mcmahon have it to to do it again that's what i wonder and i i'll be honest with you i don't think he does i think he's going to have to in order to compete with them head to head whether it's they're both on monday night or whatever the you know compete with them on a on some type of level i think he's going to have to bring in some fresh blood like triple h or kevin nash you know, people who have got their finger on the pulse of today, because I really feel like Vince is completely disjointed and checked out. I, I don't feel like he's really in touch with what his fan base likes, what his fan base wants. And I think he's just 
they think they know what they want. They don't know what they want. This is what I'm going to give them by God. He doesn't answer to the fans anymore, though. That's the issue. He he answers and to... that's part of the problem. Yeah. He, he answers to the big companies who pay his bills. Hmm. And speaking of paying bills, we get an advert for karate fighters here <laughs> as uh, well Doc done, Hendricks well takes on Saber. Ab, this is a bona fide match. Uh, it 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 is. It it is sure, between Doc it's Hendricks. It's still real and, to Mags. Um, <laughs> and and Hen- Doc Hendricks and Sable take each other on in the karate fighters uh match. Um karate fighters is a toy. Uh, they're they're not having an actual match in case anybody needs to know. <laughs> Doc Hendricks just wailing on, on Sable. <laughs> Jeez. Absolutely Cla- beating a person. <laughs> Classic uh, Russo booking. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, karate fighters, it's a toy, you know, and Sable Sable kicks Doc Hendricks' ass and that's um it's fun. Because Tiger Fist is the real wild man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's... Is, it, that's something we'll revisit <laughs> later on down the line when we get jealous Mark Marrow. Yes, jealous Mark Marrow. Jealous of Doc Hendricks. Um, yes. The overacting from Doc in this segment was 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 so so good. And like, come yeah. on, let's have a let's have a rematch. And say, well, okay, we can have a rematch, Doc. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay, Doc. But yeah, these karate fighter segments are terrible. You, you don't like them? It's not your. No. It's not your thing. They they're just not real to me. Well, damn it. Well, well, they're. I mean, they're they're toys. So I mean, I would. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along because uh, karate fighters is not available in stores near you. Um. We are we are taken backstage once again to Kevin Kelly, who is interviewing Shawn Michaels. Shawn is in a towel, so you could, you know, kind of see what he's working with. Um, he's uh, he's he's very heated uh, here, talking about how um, you know he he made a mistake. He he and Sid have never really been on the same page. They've had a rocky relationship, um, and that he still plans on uh, kicking um, uh, Sid's teeth down his throat. Like there, there's a whole thing. It's, it's, there's a, a whole thing that Sean goes into about um, about Sid um, and and how people are diminishing uh, who Shawn Michaels is. Uh, whether it be he makes a veiled reference to Bret Hart. <laughs> Which is which is funny, um, yeah. It's 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 an interesting promo here from from Shawn Michaels heading into uh, Survivor Series. You know, do do you think that maybe Shawn uh, Shawn's played his hand a little bit here? Do you think maybe he's he's kind of uh, you know losing it a bit as he goes into maybe the biggest title defense uh, of us watching a change in attitude here on on these Monday nights? I definitely I think thinks, think it's interesting. I mean, because. If we remember a couple of weeks back, he had the interview. Well, this is probably a couple months back now, really, if we're if we're being honest. But we had that whole um, interview with Kevin Kelly, like out on a dock and whatnot. And you, I believe, Tanner, had made a comment about Shawn Michaels not completely coming across as a babyface, but making some heat, some remarks specifically about Bret Hart that came across more heelish mm-hmm. and. 
you know, I get where you guys are coming from that Sid's the baby face in this match, Sean's the heel. It it doesn't feel like a full baby face versus heel match, but it doesn't feel like a baby face versus a baby face match either. You know, just the tensions are getting to them, emotions are running high, all mm. that kind of good stuff. And I, I don't know. I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm Yeah. 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 <laughs> again, I think or I think Orin hits a nail on the head. This is um a continuation of Sean's heel turn. Um mm-hmm. he's more uh, angry and aggressive in this interview. Um obviously sowing the seeds for, for the, the future Bret Hart matches that we we uh, eventually will get. Um but yeah, this feels like a, a champion who is frustrated that he's he's um beating off Oh, that's uh, every time it, I say it, that it sounds so wrong. It, in, in his towel, he's just yeah. that's he's just that's how the towel stayed up, beating off the detractors in his towel. Yeah. You know, well, he, he, he's facing the <laughs> he's facing uh, these big monster heels time and time again, and every time he he, he vanquishes one heel another one is popping up uh, around the corner. So he's getting uh, frustrated and the, hmm. the, it's lonely at the top. Uh, let's, let's say. Yeah. And it is, so it he is. has to be off a lot, uh, a lot of heels. <laughs> gotta, gotta Yikes. beat those heels off. God. <laughs> I can't with the two of you. I really can't. <laughs> oh goodness. Um so yeah, he's gonna he's gonna beat the respect out of Sid. Uh mm-hmm. so that's that's Is that what they call it that's, in that's, Texas that's, the that's respect. A, yeah, he's gonna get some get some respect. <laughs> it's all very much a sticky situation. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart in the main event here. <laughs> um, or not Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bob Holly versus Stone Cold Steve Austin here in the main event. Uh, Jr. has has made an appearance. By God, uh, to, yes. to what a great segue. Uh, this, and we st- we're still getting salty Jr. as well. I mean, yeah. This it, match is full of all sorts of good stuff here where, you know, uh, Vince goes, what a maneuver. And uh, JR's like, that's a that's a Hurricane Rana, Vince. <laughs> and then Vince straight away, well, that's that's a punch. And then he goes, oh, you could call it what a maneuver. Bad JR. Just brilliant back and forth between the two. Indeed. Really, really clever. Good stuff here. Um, yeah, I mean, there. this was... Um, this was very much kind of a grind kind of match where Austin just wears Holly down over time. Uh, there is the, uh, the hurricane Rana spot, which was a fun, um, Holly hits a, a very good drop kick. Of course, that was one of his trademarks was he always hit really good drop kicks. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Austin hits that stunner after, you know, just, just over seven and a half minutes. Yeah. And, and I like how in between the match, they kept going to Brett, um, and Brett acknowledging that he, he, he'd said a couple of weeks ago that he wanted to come back to face Austin because Austin was the best wrestler. Uh, mm. And then when he's seen some of the moves Austin's pulling off, he's acknowledging it. It's like, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I think he does the the, the second rope elbow, which is something Brett does a lot in his uh, throughout his career. And he's like, yep, I'm impressed with that. Um, mm. But yeah, we eventually get the the, the stone cold finish. Uh, G- Jim Ross calls it a very controversial finishing move 
I, I don't know why. What what's overly controversial about the stunner? I, I don't think, know. I think it is the boot near the groin leading up to the stunner. I think okay, it, it looks fair. the the kick looks a little bit low heading into the uh, the actual clinching of the the skull. To, to go down for the, the actual stunner move. But uh, I don't that's know, fair. maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> that's that's the way that I've always seen it. Maybe JR sees something else in the stunner that's controversial. And, and you can see how this is like the first um, generation of the stunner. It's very slow uh, and almost labored compared to the ones that you see in the like. 97 98 onwards there's a mm. lot more emphasis put on those ones it does look like there's a little bit more um power behind it but it's a lot more awkward too it's not mm-hmm. such, such a sudden impact with the stunner it's very yeah. much a yeah. meticulous grabbing and then yanking you down almost like a cutter but you know the the drop is definitely uh different more impactful i guess uh, on your uh on your your mandible region, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's uh that 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 takes care of that match. There, Stone Cold Steve Austin, your winner, of course, here. And uh, as promised, Austin does go backstage and finds Bret Hart's locker room. Uh, locker room and, number one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the door uh, apparently is is locked after Austin. Helps close it a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The backtracking on Austin. I mean, he's been saying all show. uh, After the match, he's going to go and kick Brett out. I said, then just as he's got that opportunity, he goes, no, I'm not going to do it. You have to pay to watch me do this on pay-per-view. Great salesmanship. Great salesmanship. Indeed. (laughs) It's it's very, very good. Um, Yeah. This is this is fun. Uh, this is the 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 go home show to Survivor Series, uh, and and Austin tells uh, uh, Bret Hart that uh, next week will be the end of the legend that is uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, and that's the bottom line. Survivor Series uh, coming up next, uh, or I guess that that coming Sunday. So there you go. Yeah, because um, we, I think they mentioned during the match uh, with Holler that Austin will be facing Vader. On the raw, so he's got a, a hard running. The the next couple of uh, shows, he's got Brett at Survivor Series, and then twenty four hours later, he's got Vader on Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. Um. Yeah. Is there a particular match? Let's go in the round here. Uh, uh. Ori, is there a particular match that you're looking most forward to at Survivor Series? Probably Stone Cold and Brett. Yeah. 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 Good good stuff. All right. I mean, they, they've pretty- pushed it to the moon. They've absolutely yeah. pushed it to the moon. To so, yeah. the moon. <laughs> Mags is about to kick me out of the show. <laughs> no, I, I, I am a I am a Cameron Graham stan. Okay. Okay. Mm. Well, there you go, folks. Uh Mags, what about yourself? Uh, a particular match that you're looking most forward to? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the the Doug Furness, Phil Lafon, and the Godwins match yeah. against uh, the Bulldog, uh, yeah. Owen, and the New Rockers. I think that's going to be an absolute star-making performance for Furness and Lafon. Good. Yeah. No, they're uh, they're making their debuts. I hear. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, then we've also got the the mystery opponent. Who that's going to be? 
Mm-hmm. That's Indeed. Gonna be, that's great fun. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll it'll be no. a good pay per view. Um, I assume because yeah, <laughs> you assume incorrectly, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know they they tend to bring out the big guns for the old Survivor series. You know, it's it's a fun time. Great. So, memories. what match are you excited for, Tanner? Man, I I, I do fancy that uh, that Stone Cold Bret Hart match. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I I feel like that's that's the money right there is that Stone Cold and Bret Hart match. Yeah, makes there sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, no, it, that is the that's being uh, serious. That's the match I'm looking forward to. The mm-hmm. kind of crossing of the the former big star and the the the, the newcomer who is going to be a way bigger star than than Bret Hart yeah it's uh it's it's going to be a great match and it's it's not going to be the first time we see him as well and you can really kind of um, see how they they work together in this match and how it leads on to sort of even better matches down the line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been a, uh, a change in attitude here for this week. We're heading into Survivor Series next week, um, where uh, there will be a, a good old time. I hear that there's a stream going on as well for Survivor Series. Uh, Ori and Mags will be watching Survivor Series live maybe. on YouTube. Maybe. 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 Oh, okay. Can't we just say we're doing it already? I mean, by the time this comes out, it will already have been done. It will already have been happened. So, I mean, but well, I guess I mean, future-proof the- so people go back and watch it on YouTube. There, this is also true. There is some changes happening here on the on the podcast, oh, though. Uh, this is also true. Some some temperature changes, so it may be up in the air depending on on uh, the what what happens with with the the newcomer, the the yeah. the, the temporary replacement. So, Hannah, yeah. do you want to give us a? A bit of information on that. Yeah, so uh, basically, uh, I, I, if you go back and listen to last week's show, I had to leave abruptly uh, in the middle of the show. Um, basically, uh, the situation is uh, m- my wife has taken a job in Austin, and I'm still living in Waco. So we're making like weekend trips back and forth to like see each other and like try and pack up and stuff because we're going to be moving back to Austin, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, but also very time-consuming and very stressful. Um, so I'm going to take a slight sabbatical here uh, from the show. I, I will I will uh, step aside and allow my, my wonderful teammates here on A Change in Attitude to uh, take the reins and, and, uh, and drive forward with new hopes and expectations uh, with, uh, with some new uh, and, and interesting and exciting guest co-hosts. Uh, it, it seems like maybe it'll go so swimmingly that I'll never be allowed back on the show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this is a uh, it's very exciting. Uh, I think I believe uh, I just talked to Scottish Danny, who is uh, one of the uh, the co-hosts joining, um, and he he's very much up for it, very much up to the task, and I'm so excited and happy for him uh, to get this uh, amazing opportunity to to have some fun and chat some some wrestling with y'all. Yeah, and one of the mantras that we've always had is that um, real life comes first, and mm. that that is a situation that definitely needs sorting out for you. So um, it it's absolutely not a problem for you to to step away, and you will definitely be coming back because I will <laughs> drag you kicking and screaming. But it but it also goes to show how how. Uh, cool and how kind of like dedicated um, a listener group that we've we've got that uh when we reached out to to some of them about maybe uh appearing on the show and and filling in for, for tanner in his absence 
the, everybody wanted to straight away. Um, so, yeah, uh, I've spoke to Danny. Uh, Tanner spoke to Danny. So, um, yeah, um, we're excited for that. I think he's going to be doing the Survivor Series episode. And then Ooh. we'll take it from there. We've got a, a couple more irons in the fire, a couple more people who are, who are interested in coming on, if we can get timeline uh, time sorted out. Uh, so, yeah, uh, all good fun. Um and we just wait. We bear to breath for the the a re the re debut of Tanner two point oh. You uh yeah you, you, who knows when that will happen. We'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to plan accordingly and see. And while we are excited mm. about the possibility of some fresh blood, we you will be missed. <laughs> you will be missed by us. Shut Aww. up, Max. <laughs> Trying to be nice. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciate that, you know, and you know this this show has been so much fun, you know, uh, getting to do it. And it's one of the things that I look forward to most is chatting with y'all about some old wrestling and uh, seeing where things go. Uh, this is a this is a very much a long term project here uh, that that the three of yeah. us have undertaken. And uh, what makes it even cooler is that uh, like like but the both of y'all have said that we have a dedicated fan base and listener base who you know, have followed us through this journey so far and who want to, you know, to, to join in and engage and be part of the show, um, in, in a, in a bigger way. Um, and I think that's something that, uh, uh, I'm happy for with, uh, with Scottish Danny and a lot of the other people who've uh, been reached out to, uh, some surprises in there, I'm sure some, some, some sprinkling of, uh, surprises, uh, for a change in attitude, but yeah, it's a very exciting time. Um, but I, I, I will be back. I won't tell you when, I won't tell you where, but I'll be back. Soon. Yeah. yeah. So, so watch and We give each other a lot of grief, but in, in reality, we all, you know, care about each other very much. So, you know, yeah. we, we've told Tanner from, you know, once this situation arose, like, whatever you need, man, we're here. We'll, t- we'll help you out. We'll take care of it. And, you know, I know he knows that we mean that and we definitely do. And so whether it's here on a change in attitude or the radio techers team, you know, we've got each other's backs, no matter how opinions may differ, no matter how much grief we give each other, you know, picking on each other, you know, at the end of the day, we're all a team and and we're all going to support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I'm sure down the line, we will all have kind of issues where we need to take a break. Uh, We need to spend uh, uh, some time uh, dealing with real life stuff. Um, it's just that Tanner's first up to bat for that. Uh, but yeah, this this is like Tanner said, a long term project. You ain't getting rid of us three uh, until we get to the reality area, and then we are cutting it off because I ain't watching that bullshit. <laughs> I don't understand why not. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, it's definitely out there. You know, it's definitely. And then uh, we just rename the show a change in reality. A yeah. Change in. Yes, a change in viewership. Um, <laughs> many, many changes. All the Future changes. endeavored. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, Mags, where can people find more of you and, uh, and, and your podcasting? So you can find me, Lord Mags, 
Yes. I mean, I point down here. This is audio, so it doesn't really matter to you. But just, just, the... just to clarify, what what are you pointing down to? I just want to I'm... make sure because there's been a lot of references during the show, and I just want to make. <laughs> I am pointing sure. down to my Twitter handle oh, okay. at Podfather Mags. Uh, I'm uh, heavily involved <laughs> with uh, with all the content over at Radio Tech as well. We cover football, UFC, mm. wrestling, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. both live and uh, pre-recorded. Uh, I also do uh, a couple of shows here on uh, Chair Shot with, with these fan uh, people on on a changing attitude, but I also do five rounds and uh, we uh, brought back Badlands uh, mm. for Chair mm. Shot Radio. So, uh, yeah, I've got plenty of, of irons in plenty of fires. Yes, you do. You're a very, a very busy man for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. And I saw that you brought back Badlands, so make sure if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, please. Go make sure you check that out because it's, it's it's a heck of a time, you know. And and I, I think that a uh, a lot of the listeners have missed the chats that you and Paul have, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful I mean, time. Props to uh, to Ray for being able to uh, convince Tolly to come back. Um, but yeah, we we recorded the first episode um, last week. We're doing our second one uh, this coming week. But yeah, it's good fun. We're having uh, a good good time doing it. Hmm. Very nice. Indeed. Very nice. Well, good deal. And what about you, Ori? Where can people find more of you and your content? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Ori the Draw. Hmm. Which I have a new job, so I'm not sure what's going on with the Twitch streams, but uh, throw me a follow there. Yep. Definitely, when I'm up, hop in. Definitely check Ori out on, on TikTok. Uh, she's doing some really important TikTok videos uh, over the last few days. No, I'm, I'm oh, being oh, you're talking, I was like, my bitching at Bleacher Report isn't really all that important. I mean, it's it's important to me. Important uh, bitching to TikTok on uh, no, the, Report. Uh, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the 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 meds checks and the mental health checks. Uh, hmm. I think sometimes it's very easy to neglect self care. And uh, I appreciate Ori uh, kind of giving people a heads up about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I do that because I'm horrible about remembering to take my meds. And, you know, the videos are duettable. So if you need that visual reminder that, yes, I took my meds, feel free to duet that and take your meds with me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I do one in the morning for me and one in the evening. And so there's usually two. I missed yesterday. So I have to Mm. hold myself accountable, and I haven't done it yet today, so I have Mm. to hold my own self accountable on that. But that's why I do these, you know, to so that we can all be accountable together, because whether it's physical health, mental health, it's very important that you make yourself a priority, you know, and you remember, hey, whether I need medication for my mental health or my physical health, taking care of myself is important. And so anything that I can do to help myself remember much less help other people to, to remember mm-hmm. is something that you know i think is good for everybody mm-hmm. agreed yeah indeed indeed good stuff um yeah. tana where can people get hold of you i mean you mm. will obviously be uh, uh probably a little bit quieter on the social medias with uh with real life but uh where can people get hold of you yeah, um, I mean, I'll I'll still be around. You can still hit me up. You, I mean, I'm always down to talk about you know um, pies or uh, what you got going on at your grocery store or um, like the like uh, some kind of interesting pizza topping that you thought of when you were asleep last night. 
Yeah, like oh, ran- ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. Oh, um, I'm always down for that. Uh, if you got a, a new hot wing recipe, I mean, maybe toss that my way. I'll be, be interested to see what your thoughts are on that. Um, yeah, or just, or just, you know, talk to me about the content that I make, you know, <laughs> on Radio Techers, uh, which is uh, where Mags and I and Matt and uh, so many other people partake in discussions about football. Um, but also, uh, we've got great shows, um, you know, that are coming out for wrestling, for um, uh, 1980s TV shows that I've never gotten a chance to see, uh, for, for UFC, which Mags covered uh, last night, which was amazing. You know, so oh, it was such a good show as well. Such a good show. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some. Uh, I'm gonna have to get some highlights again of the show because again, it's it, it always pains me when when UFC rolls around because I know that I'm gonna get great coverage by Mags, but but I mean, I want to. You hype me up so much for it that I want to go and check it out myself. So you know, this is this is not hyperbole, but the last two UFC events have got match of the year contenders on. Oh. See, there you go, folks. You're going to have to check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so make sure you're, you're tuning in. And if you haven't yet subscribed to Radio Techers, it's R-A-D-I-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-S. You can follow us on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, subscribe there. Or you can even, um, you know, just uh, follow us on Twitter. Again, that's R-A-D-I-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-S. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, but, yeah, that, that's... That's all for today. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be back later on, folks. Uh, but you're you're in the, uh, the the safe hands of of Ori and Mags uh, with a change in attitude uh, here for uh, you know for the time being, and that's a and that's a great thing because they're lovely people, and and you should love them too. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Y'all take care out there, and uh, don't forget to always use your head. Kablam. Hi. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.